Uh, here's part two of U.S. President number four, James Madison, starting with the founding of the Democratic Republican Party. After 1790, the Washington administration became polarized among two main factions. One faction was led by Jefferson and Madison, broadly represented Southern interests and sought close relations with France. The other faction was led by Secretary of the Treasury Alexander Hamilton, broadly represented Northern financial interests and favored close relations with Britain. In 1791, Hamilton introduced a plan that called for the establishment of a national bank to provide loans to emerging industries and oversee the money supply. Madison believed that by empowering financial interests, the bank posed a threat to the Republican nature of the U.S. government, and he argued that the Constitution did not grant the federal government their authority to create such an institution. Despite Madison's opposition, Congress passed a bill to create the first bank in the United States. After a period of consideration, Washington signed the banking bill into law in February 1791, as Hamilton implemented his economic program and Washington continued to enjoy immense prestige as president, Madison became increasingly concerned that Hamilton would seek to abolish the federal republic in favor of a centralized monarchy. When Hamilton submitted his report on manufacturers, which called for federal action to stimulate the development of a diversified economy, Madison once again challenged Hamilton's proposal on constitutional grounds. He sought to mobilize public opinion by forming a political party based on opposition to Hamilton's policies. Along with Jefferson, Madison helped Philip Furneaux establish the National Gazette, a Philadelphia newspaper that attacked Hamilton's proposals. In an essay published in the National Gazette in 1792, Madison wrote that the country had divided two into two factions, his own faction, which believed in the doctrine and that mankind are capable of governing themselves, and having the faction of religious sought the establishment of aristocratic, aristocratic monarchy and was biased towards the wealthy. Those opposed to Hamilton's economic policies, including many former anti-federalists, <coughs> coalesced into the Democratic Republican Party, while those who supported the administrative policy coalesced into the Federalist Party. In 1792, United States presidential election, both major parties supported Washington's successful bid for re-election, but the Democratic-Republicans sought to unseat Vice President John Adams because the Constitution's rules essentially precluded Jefferson from challenging Adams. The party backed New York Governor George Clinton for the vice president, but Adams won re-election by a comfortable electoral vote margin. With Jefferson out of office after 1793, Madison became the de facto leader of the Democratic-Republican Party. When Britain and France went to war in 1793, the U.S. was caught in the middle, while the differences between the Democratic-Republicans and the Federalists had previously centered on Republican matters. Foreign policy became an increasingly important issue as Madison and Jefferson favored France and Hamilton favored Britain. War with Britain became imminent in 1794 after the British seized hundreds of American ships that were trading with French colonies. Madison believed that a trade war with Britain would publicly, probably succeed and would allow Americans to assert their independence fully. The British West Indies Madison maintained could not live without American foodstuffs, but Americans could easily do without British manufacturers. Washington avoided a war, a trade war, and instead secured, secured friendly trade relations with Britain through the Jay Treaty of 1794. Madison and his Democratic-Republican allies were outraged by the treaty, one Democratic Republican wrote that the treaty sacrificed every essential interest and prostrates the honor of our country. 
Madison's strong opposition to the treaty led to a permanent break with Washington ending a long friendship. Adams' presidency. Washington chose to retire after serving two terms in advance to, of the United States presidential election. Madison helped convince Jefferson to run for the presidency. Despite Madison's efforts, Frederick's John, Frederick's candidate John Adams defeated Jefferson, taking a taking a narrow majority of the electoral vote under the rules of the Electoral College. Then in place, Jefferson became vice president because he finished with the second most electoral votes. Madison, meanwhile, had declined to seek re-election, and he returned to his home at Montpelier. On Jefferson's advice, President Adams appointed Madison to an American delegation charged with ending French attacks on American shipping, but Adams' cabinet members strongly opposed the idea. After a diplomatic incident between France and the United States, known as the XYZ Affair, took place, the two countries engaged in an undeclared naval war known as the Quasi-War. Though he was out of office, Madison remained a prominent Democratic-Republican leader in opposition to the Adams administration. During the Quasi-War, the Federalists created a standing army and passed the Alien and Sedition Acts, which were directed at French refugees engaged in American politics and against America. Republican editors. Madison and Jefferson believed that the Federalists were using the war to justify the violation of constitutional rights, and they increasingly became to view Adams as a monarchist. In response to the Alien and Sedition Acts, Jefferson wrote the Kentucky Resolutions, which argued that the states had the power to nullify federal law on the basis that the Constitution was a compact among the states. Madison rejected this view of a compact among the states and his Virginia Resolutions instead urged states to respond to unjust federal laws through interposition a process in which a state legislature declared a law to be unconstitutional but did not take steps to actively prevent its enforcement. Jefferson's doctrine of nullification is why they rejected and the incident that damaged the Democratic Republican Party as attention to a shift from the alien and sedition acts to the improper nullification doctrine. In 1799, after Patrick pronounced that he would return to politics as a member of the Federalist Party, Madison won the election to the Virginia legislature. At the same time, he and Jefferson planned for Jefferson's campaign in the 1800 presidential election. Madison issued the report of 1800, which attacked the Alien and Sedition Acts as unconstitutional, but disregarded Jefferson's theory of nullification. The report of 1800 held that Congress was limited to legislating on its enumerated powers, and that punishment for sedition violated freedom of speech and freedom of the press. Jefferson embraced the report, and it became the unofficial Democratic-Republican platform for the 1800 election. With the Federals badly divided between supporters of Hamlin and Adams, and with news of the end of the quasi-war not reaching the United not reaching the until after the election. <coughs> Jefferson and his assistant running by Aaron Byrd defeated Adams. Because Jefferson and Byrd tied in the electoral vote, the Federalist controlled House of Representatives held a contingent election to choose between the two candidates after the House conducted dozens of inclusive ballots. Hamilton, who despised Burr even more than he did, Jefferson convinced several Federalist congressmen to cast ballots, giving Jefferson the victory. Marriage and Family On September 15, 1794, Madison married Dolly Payne Todd, a 26-year-old previously wife 
of John Todd, a Quaker farmer who died during a yellow fever epidemic in Philadelphia. Aaron Burr produced medicine to her at his request after Dolly had stayed in the same boarding house as Burr in Philadelphia. After an arranged meeting in spring 1794, the two quickly became romantically engaged and prepared for a wedding that summer. But Dolly suffered a recurring illnesses because of her exposure to yellow fever in Philadelphia. The events she traveled to Harewood, Virginia, for their wedding. Only a few close family members attended. The Winchester Reverend Ham. Alexander Bauman pronounced them a wedded couple. Madison enjoyed a strong relationship with his wife, and he became his, and she became his political partner. She was widely popular in the capital of Washington, and she excelled at dinners and other important political occasions. Her actions helped establish the first lady of the United States as an important social host in Washington. Madison never had children, but he adopted Dolly's one surviving son, John Payne Todd, known as Payne, after the marriage. Some of Madison's cutlings, such as Monroe and Burr, <coughs> alleged that Madison was infertile and that his lack of offspring weighed on his thoughts, but Madison never spoke of any distress on this matter. Throughout his life, Madison maintained a close relationship with his father, James Madison Sr., who died in 1801. At age 50, Madison inherited the large plantation at Montpelier and their other possessions including his father's numerous slaves. He had three brothers, Francis, Ambrose, and William, and three sisters, Nellie, Sarah, and Francis, who lived to adulthood. Ambrose helped manage Montpelier for both his father and another brother until his death in 1793. Thank you for listening. I will return next week for part three of U.S. President number four, James Madison, which will discuss uh, Madison's presidency and post-presidency. Thank you. Have a good week. Stay safe. Stay home. If you can, practice social distancing. If you do go out, wear a mask. Wash your hands. Use universal precautions during this coronavirus pandemic as we look forward to enormously. Thank you, and have a good week, and I hope you're enjoying this episode.